the past few weeks have brought with them a whole lot of concerns and disruptions. Uh, there have been masks required for some parts of the state. There, there has been lockdown right from the bottom of the range. Uh, we've gone back to the ritual of checking the news feed, checking the Twitter feed, uh, not just for the weather, but also for the latest COVID update. Now, I'm so thankful that here in Toowoomba, we've been spared uh, a lot of these things. But in the meantime, uh, small businesses have still had to throw away food. Families have had to alter their holiday plans. Wedding plans have once again had to be changed. People have been stopped from visiting sick loved ones. People have been unable to attend loved ones' funerals. It's got a bit of a Groundhog Day feel about it, doesn't it? So then how are we to live amongst this disruption, this uncertainty? How are we as Christians to live? We are to live with hope. We can live with the greatest hope and the greatest assurance that for those who follow Jesus, no matter what we face, no matter what we are, no matter where we are, the Lord is with us, the Lord takes care of us, the Lord loves us, the Lord has provided for us in the ultimate good shepherd of his son, Jesus Christ. And Psalm 23 this morning gives us this great reassurance. Yes, we've heard it a lot. Yes, we've heard this psalm thousands of times. It may even have become a bit cliche at times. There's nothing cliche about this. So let's come afresh to this passage today. Look with me from verse 1, please. The Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. So, the Lord is our shepherd, which means that we are his sheep. So what does it look like to be a sheep? Well, sheep aren't all that bright. In fact, they are totally and utterly reliant on a shepherd or someone to take care of them. Uh, reliant on them for food, reliant on them for water, uh, reliant on them for protection from wild animals, also reliant on them to keep them on their feet. Uh, so sheep, if they lose their centre of gravity and fall over and can't get back up, they're called a cast sheep. And because of different gases that build up on a hot day, they'll probably die within a matter of hours. On a cold day, maybe a couple of days. That is, until an animal comes to attack them. They're not all that bright. Totally dependent on their shepherd. Now, I'm sure that we think that we're pretty bright, that we're able to look after ourselves, but this is who we are. Sheep. Totally and utterly reliant on the Lord's provision. So with that in mind, what is our shepherd like? Well, for the moment, uh, we have to get our heads out of the minds of the Australian farm with tens of thousands of head of sheep. Uh, but we need to think about a small, tiny herd being led around the countryside by a shepherd who knew his sheep by name with no yards, no big infrastructure. Uh, the shepherd had the lowly task of tending to his flock, of listening out to the bleating of sheep who are stranded, listening out to the growl of the predator waiting to devour them save them. Now our shepherd is none other than Yahweh, none other than the Lord. 
the one who is more than able to help us. The one who we saw last week is tender, kind, and gentle, the one who is mindful of us. See, this is great news that we are helpless, but God is gracious. And it's in him that we find all that we need. He is the one who provides for us so much that we can say, I do not lack. So how can we say this? How does the Lord provide for us? Well, look at verse 2 with me. He makes me lie down in green pastures. He leads me beside quiet waters. He refreshes my soul. He guides me along the right paths for his namesake. I just love going for a bike ride out of town when it's just been raining for a period of time because everything just springs up with life. Everything is so lush and so green. You can see vitality everywhere. And this is what should come to mind when we read these verses. So let's just take a moment and welcome to the lush field. Friend, there is plenty of room. There's no need to scoff your food down. Just take a second, relax and enjoy. Take a drink from the still, quiet, fresh waters. Take all the time you need. There's no rush. Are you feeling wrung out? Stressed? Do you have some big decisions coming up that are weighing on your mind? Do you have a procedure coming up that you're concerned about? Is there a particular sin which is weighing you down? Go talk to the shepherd. Chat to the shepherd about it. He, he knows you. Let him know your burdens. He cares for you. He loves you. Come to the Lord and find refreshment. Our Lord doesn't want us to be so burdened down or laid down. He wants us to be thriving and enjoying our relationship with him. He wants us to have a soul refreshment, a soul restoration, renovation, restored by his graciousness and goodness and love. If that's not true, then why would this psalm be in here? If that's not true, then why did Jesus come and die for us? This doesn't mean that life is going to be always easy and that all our troubles will go away. But it does mean that we can go through life with a great assurance that we aren't left by ourselves. That God leads us. That God has given us all we need in his graciousness and mercy to us. You know, in our modern society, we applaud people and sometimes want to be people who are uh, who are fiercely independent. You know, the world talks about the success story of the self-made woman or the self-made man. But to me, this story just seems so exhausting, frustrating, and it just leads to burnout. But the Christian story is this, that you aren't self-made, that you aren't independent, in fact, you are totally reliant on God for everything, whether you know it or not. You can't do this life without him. Every breath is a gift from him. Every safe trip up and down the Warrego, down to Brisbane and back, is a gift from him. 
everything that we have. It's an amazing gift from him. We are his sheep, helpless, dependent. We need a shepherd. And our shepherd is the very best shepherd. And following him means that we can face all of life's struggles, all of life's hurts, and even death without fear. In fact, this psalm is written under the assumption that we will indeed face hard times. David doesn't hold back in the psalms about hard times. He doesn't pretend that life is going to be all easy with sunshine, lollipops and rainbows everywhere. But we are promised God's presence even when times are less than easy. Verse 4. Even though I walk through the darkest valley, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. Your rod and your staff, they comfort me. Now, around Israel, there would have been various hills and valleys around the countryside with different nooks and crannies that robbers would hide in uh, to try and rob their follower along the way, just around the corner. Now, around Australia, we don't really have these deep, dark ravines or, or valleys, but we do have plenty of wilderness, uh, vast plains, endless stretches of red dirt. Now, just imagine being left uh, to wander around the countryside at night all by yourself with predators around. It would be scary, very scary. But even though we walk through the valley of the shadow of death or walk in the deep, dark wilderness, we have no reason to fear. No matter what situation you may find yourself in, no matter how painful, no matter how desperate, no matter how hard life may be, our gracious God is still with us. Even in the face of death itself, we have no reason to fear. And so we can take courage. We can have strength not in anything that we have done or in a strength that we're expected to muster up ourselves, but we can rest in the comfort knowing that God is with us wherever we are. When I lived in Sydney, I caught the train every day into school. And in the early days, I didn't quite like it, and there were tears. Now, every morning, uh, Mum would send me off, and she would ask me, uh, Michael, who goes with you? Not to respond, God. Not always happily, but I got out most mornings. <laughs> did this help? I'm sure that on some days it did, but for now, I don't think I can ever forget that God goes with me wherever I am. But there are definitely harder situations than catching a train by yourself, and God is with us every step of the way. I think about the week ahead. What's on your mind? What's concerning you? What's giving you anxiety? Think about the months and the years, even the decades ahead. What do you fear? Big decisions? Job security? 
safety of your children or grandchildren? Failure? Adulting? Do you fear the decline of your own health? Do you fear the loss of loved ones? Loneliness? Or your own mortality? The Lord already knows this. The Lord knows you. The Lord cares for you. No matter what situation you may find yourself in, the Lord is with you. And so, friends, we have no reason to fear. He is the good shepherd who won't let his sheep be stolen from him. He is the good shepherd who won't let his sheep die. He is the good shepherd who loves you. So then what do we need to do? Simply be a sheep. That is, trust in the Lord with your whole heart. Follow him all the days of our lives. Know that the Lord is good and his steadfast love endures forever. And this isn't a blind trust. This isn't a cross our fingers and hope for the best trust. No, this is a great assurance that we can have because of Jesus. The Lord is my shepherd. And with the Lord, it's not just about surviving hard times. This isn't about the Lord being a crutch that we can turn to when things aren't going well. No, our God is both the shepherd and a host providing for us even in abundance in the presence of evil and suffering. So look with me from verse 5. You prepare a table before me in the presence of my enemies. You anoint my head with oil. My cup overflows. Surely your goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life, and I will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. The role of the host or the one who prepares the table was to provide for the guests, to look after them, to protect them. So the role is quite similar to the shepherd. And so David describes himself here as not just having an ample supply of good things, but an abundance of good things. He is given honour he is exalted in being anointed. Uh, being anointed is a sign of having plenty. His cup is not only topped off, his cup overflows with good things. Uh, to have God as our good shepherd and having peace doesn't just mean an absence of troubles or only peace through troubles, but it means experience the abundance of God's love and God's blessing to us in all situations. <laughs> Now, this doesn't mean that if I trust in Jesus that I'll have $100 million put into my bank account. But more describes how God is a generous and great shepherd who provides us with more than enough. He is able to do and give us more than we can either ask or even imagine. And instead of enemies and, and troubles and hardships and suffering pursuing us all the days of our lives... 
God's goodness and love will pursue us all the days of our lives. Uh, There is nowhere where we can run to to run away from God's love and protection. There is no situation that this world can take us to that can take us away from God's love. There is no sin so great that it cuts us off from God. Not even death will be able to separate us from the love of God that is in Christ Jesus, our Lord. His goodness and love are steadfast and never-ending. And we can have the great confidence that beyond this life, that we will dwell with the Lord forever in his presence, enjoying him for eternity. Because those who have the Lord as their shepherd will never die. We will be with the shepherd for eternity. The Lord is my shepherd. See yours today. Uh, When we're in relationship with the Lord, we can join in this psalm confidently. And we can do this because of Jesus. Jesus is the good shepherd. Uh, In John 10, 11, Jesus says, I am the good shepherd. The good shepherd lays his life down for the sheep. Jesus is the one who has laid his life down for us, who protects us from the schemes of the evil one, who has taken our punishment in our place. He secured our safe passage even through death. Jesus is the good shepherd. uh, John 10, 14. I am the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Just as the Father knows me and I know the Father. Jesus knows us intimately well. He knows us by name. He knows us just as he knows the Father. He knows our hurts. He knows our struggles. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And he loves us all the same. He laid down his life to provide for us. He provides goodness and mercy and love which pursues us all the days of our lives. His love overflows for us. He is the one who has gone through the valley of death itself so that we can go through death with confidence. He is the one who has risen again, meaning that we will rise with him and dwell in the house of the Lord forever. He is the one who has provided for us in his death and resurrection, so we don't lack anything. What else can we possibly ask for or need when we know that we have our salvation secure in Jesus Christ? What else can we need when we know that nothing can take us from his hand? What greater comfort can we possibly have other than the loving gaze of our Lord Jesus and his arms wrapped around us in love and tenderness and compassion? If any adversity comes after us, when we face trials and temptations, and we will, when we face our own mortality and death is upon us, we don't have to be strong. We can't make it on our own. 
We can't leave through the hurt alone. But we can lean on and look to God's graciousness towards us. And his brothers and sisters here this morning in the flock of God's people. And we can lean on and look to God's graciousness towards us in Jesus. But notice... Notice how personal this psalm is. See, it says, The Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He makes me lie down. He restores my soul. Imagine putting, instead of the first person pronoun here, we put our names, and instead of he, we put Jesus. It ends up being, Jesus is Michael's shepherd. Michael shall not want. Jesus makes Michael lie down. Jesus restores Michael's soul. And if you trust in Jesus, you can put your name there too. You have a great shepherd who has provided for you. All we need to do is to be a sheep and respond to our shepherd's loving call to repent, to turn to him, to live for him. And to throw ourselves on our loving Lord's mercy and grace. Knowing that he loves us. And will keep hold of us. All the days of our lives. Through death. And into eternal life. But... The sermon comes with a bit of a postscript. What does this psalm look like for the person who doesn't know Jesus? What does this psalm look like for people who don't live as a sheep? For the non-believer? Let's have a look. The Lord is not my shepherd. I'll constantly always be in need. The Lord is not my shepherd. I have nowhere to lie down. There is nowhere for me to drink. I have no one to run to. The Lord is not my shepherd. My soul is in distress, restless, exhausted. The Lord is not my shepherd, so when I come to the darkest valley, I will live in fear. I have no comfort. I am alone. And will go through death alone. The Lord is not my shepherd, so in the presence of my enemies, I can only cower away. I feel so small in the vastness of the universe. I feel like no one knows me. Goodness and love seem so far away. The Lord is not my shepherd. I will perish. Friend, If the Lord is not your shepherd today, 
I want to urge you, please don't leave this room. Please don't click off this live stream until you have considered turning to Jesus. If you do so, he's not waiting angrily for you, out of judgment for you. No, he's running towards you out of love for you. He wants his sheep to come home. He's the good shepherd who searches for his sheep to bring them back to him. So if you'd like to turn to Jesus this morning, I'd love for you to come and chat with me after on. Or chat with a friend, or if you're on the live stream, send me a message. Make Jesus your shepherd today. Friend, come home. Let's pray. Our gracious Lord and Heavenly Father, how we thank you so much that you are our shepherd. Lord, you provide for us. We lack nothing. Through the deepest, darkest valley, Lord, you are with us. You protect us. You are the one who has gone before us in Jesus. And Lord, our cup overflows. Lord, help us to remember that we are but sheep. Help us to continually look to you, our shepherd. When life is hard, when we face struggles, Lord, help us to press into you to tell you, to bask in your love and your goodness towards us. Lord, please give us the peace that comes from no understanding of our Lord, but the peace that comes from you. Lord, help us to live this life, not in our own strength, but in yours, so that when the race is complete, we can stand and sing, yet not I, but through Christ in me. We pray this in Jesus' name. Amen.